Please join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a warm welcome to DC Vibration. Yes, sir. We are back. Episode point five. Black Broadway. We in the building. Yeah. Let's go. Alright, yeah. Welcome back, y'all. Another episode of Black Broadway. Episode point five. We halfway there, y'all. Special guest in the house tonight, my man, my hundred grand, homie from way back, got Eli in the building. Shout out to people, Eli. Oh, no, we're going to do that again. Yes, sir. And we still in the building. I got my co-pilot, my co-host, the big homie, Fido Bronson, man. Hey, Fido, send us up to the people. What up, man? Everybody, welcome back. Another week, another day. Black Broadway, episode 0.5, man. We are in the building. We are broadcasting live from the palatial estates of Calorama Street, Northwest, beautiful Adams Morgan. And we are in here drinking some high-quality slow rye, and we are chilling. From the farmer's market. From the farmer's market, because that's market. what you do in gentrified D.C. You get your whiskey for the farmer's market, okay? And this is damn good whiskey. And this shit is excellent, <laughs> yo. Straight up and down. We are in here, okay? We, like, straight up. We are here, y'all. Yo, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in once again and rocking with the Black Broadway uh, uh, podcast, man. I'm your host. Kill, you Street Fresh. I got my co-host, co-pilot in the building with me, Vito Bronson. Vito Bronson, at Vito Bronson. Hey, shout outs. At and Eli Lake. That's right, and we at got right. in the house, special invited <laughs> right. guest, guest columnist for Bloomberg View, world-renowned writer and journalist, and my homie, Eli Lake. Shout out to the people, Eli, man. I'd like to tell the people. What do you want to tell them? i just like to say... That I am among you, and it's great to be here. <laughs> it's love, man. Word. Yo, we are here, man. It's been a crazy-ass fucking week in just news and current events, and the internet's been going ham. It's just been out of control, y'all, and we're going to talk about it all here on episode .5 of Black Broadway. Don't forget, we still not at one yet. We on our way, y'all. So, like, we're just going to start off, really, with letting everybody know that we had a great time last weekend all those events that we've been telling y'all about that we've been pumping man it went down last weekend man big shout outs once again to the rock creek social club crew as always the homies man they had that everyday people brunch at um red rocks on 8th street, 8th street um, yeah 1348 chef roble chef man yeah. big shout outs to chef roble the food was looking incredible g that shit was just top notch man the, the house was full just packed with beautiful ladies man it was a good look all three floors of Red Rocks popping. Everyday people came together very nicely, man. And it was just a really good look. It was a beautiful hot Sunday in D.C. It was just love, man. You know what I'm saying? It, man, shout out to Ains for... Yo, yeah. exactly, yeah. yo. Shout out to Ains, Just, and Scooty for Fly Me In, man. Everything worked out, you know what I'm saying? And we had a great time, yo. So, like, everybody just stay tuned and just stay focused for all of the new events and everything that we bringing you and if you wasn't in the building make sure you don't miss the next shit i tell you about man because hey i'm gonna be there so you know 
you will probably want to be there as well, yo. We had sundresses and whiskey. Also, yo, like I said, I had an H Street weekend last week, man. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even though Black Broadway is definitely a nod to historical U Street and, like, how we do things out on U Street and just the historical context of that, every now and again we cross North Capitol Street and, you know, find yeah. ourselves on the east side. east side. And it was lit this weekend on the east side. It was, you know, H Street is more or less the northeast equivalent of U Street, for real. I tell you why for real, because both of them motherfuckers got burnt down in the riots, and they just built the shit back up. So how long was that? How many years was that? Nineteen fucking sixty-eight. <laughs> it took between good nineteen. 50, now, good yeah, 50, yeah, good, good, good fifty. Yeah, it okay. took, took a good fifty. You know, so it took all of our, you know, adolescent lives for all of that to happen. Right. But now, all of our parents, yeah, and all of that, our man. Birth and life. But I'm just glad I'm young <laughs> enough to enjoy this shit, man. So Eighth Street is really popping now, man. So. And like, and also, um, it's, <sighs> opposed to the sundresses and whiskey party, they had the sh the everyday people party, and that was lit. But pardon me, the sundresses and whiskey party is what I really wanted to talk about. That was at a place called Touche. It's on 12th and H, like okay. 12, 14, H Street, something zone, like that. Yeah, there. right there by the auto yeah, zone, cross, cross street from Horace and Dickies. <laughs> okay, that's what anybody that's really from the hood know. It's across the street from Horace and Dickies, alright? So, yeah. it was... Go get your fish. Get your fried fish. The best <laughs> fried... You ever eat Horace and Dickies? Nah, I'm not a... No. You know how to fry chicken? I cannot fish say that. Fish? I have, no. You know how to fry fish, guys? fish? Uh, yeah. Ambivalent about it. Not my favorite. <laughs> okay. Yo, man. You need to take yourself over to Horace and Dickies on a Friday or whatever and get you a fish sandwich with like eight pieces of water. I would do water. that. I'd do that. Yo, you need to do that, man. That's going to be a good look for you. But anyway, sundresses and whiskey was the event that brought me over to that side of town. And that was thrown by my homies Jolly Man, Tommy Collins, TC, and my man um, Jamil Hassan. They put this whole thing together, and it was really an event that just revolved around like bringing beautiful women together in sundresses and bringing dudes who like whiskey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sundresses. And sundresses. <laughs> and we was in the building. It was so popular. That's like man. a whole different level of sophistication and sexy yeah all rolled into one yeah and it was and it was a good that the man appreciates trust me yeah it was <laughs> it was definitely some beautiful ladies in the building man you know what i'm saying i had my eyes on a couple so you know what i'm saying it was it was nice to you know scope out the scenery there and that was a rooftop party too on a saturday though that was on a saturday yeah. i should have came and party with you on on these rooftops look man. i'm tired of you saying you should have came and party with man, me you on this podcast me, you gotta call me <laughs> Pre going to the party, and I'll go with you to hey, the look, party. Tagline is I'm everywhere, you ain't never there. Alright? So, for real. I'm, I'm tired of not being never there, but you yeah, know, I got hey. real life shit to do, so. Hey, don't we all, man? This is all work, and this is all for the culture, yo. I want to be able to inform our listeners and let people know what's happening out here in these streets. Let people know, like, how things are going. Like, what type of events you need to be at? Who the brothers that are throwing these events? Who the people that are really putting this whole shit together for the city, for the culture, and pushing it forward, man? So, like, pay attention. Listen to Black Broadway. Go check our website. We're going to have the event calendar up. We're going to have the photo gallery up so you can see what you did miss. You might see yourself in a picture, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here snapping. So, it's whatever, man. You guys got to get in touch with this, man. A Street was lit last weekend. It was really a good look. So... I'm glad that everybody came out last weekend and had a really good time. And last episode, man, we had a really good time. We had everybody able to jump off. Man, listen, this goddamn 
computer and these goddamn text messages is hey, killing man, me, yo. Popping I'm popping in the streets. I'm popping in the streets. It's good. It's so it's so cool because like so you're in pl- in in. In circulation. I'm in circulation a little bit. I wish, you know, this is one of those times where you be mad at like Apple for being so synchronized with your whole life. It's I'm like, like mad at Apple like generally. a lot. <laughs> hey, I can't front. I'm not mad at Apple anymore. I used to be hey, until I life, Apple changed my life. I wouldn't be doing a podcast right game. now if it wasn't for the miracles of Apple. Right, let me tell you something. I don't want to be too much of a tangent. But then, remember when they had that iTunes match? And they were like, hey, we match everything in your iTunes library. You can access it in the cloud and everything. Sort of. So I you sort see of all these that. records in my room here. Right. So I so had a lot of that, and, and they wouldn't rest. recognize it. And then I couldn't get access to it, and I yeah. freaked out. I'm like... You actually spent time I'm like, to... I can't believe you, Apple. Because <laughs> <laughs> up until then, Yo. I was really... I, every Yo, new Mac I come out with it, I'd be like, oh, I love yeah. it, I love it. And then I was like, you know what? You lost me, Apple. You fucked me. Yo, Apple, I got beef with y'all right now, too, because... You're just another big computer... Look. Internet company, whatever the fuck. I'm telling you, yeah, I got their look, music. Show us music, love in the uh, iTunes store, Apple. Yeah, right? Get our podcast. Get our podcast on the iTunes store. That? I've submitted all the necessary, <laughs> you know, paperwork. We got the RSS feed up. Everything's popping. All, all, all things considered, everything going according to plan. We should be in the iTunes store, fully searchable under Black Broadway. Next week. Fuck that. I'm a Google Play playing. dude. Okay, see, I'm Fuck that. No, no, I'm just kidding. Now we got there. Now we got there. I'm iTunes. Right, you gotta get there. We gotta get there. And, you still, and, we, and don't forget, we still got love for SoundCloud because SoundCloud is that shit. So, that's yo, the first cornerstone. That's the first, right cornerstone, first right cornerstone. So, we got love. But, yo, Apple, stop fucking playing with me, yo. Answer my emails, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are but you emailing you, Apple? I'm about to, yo. I had, you know, I went through the whole process I'll of submitting. You. Oh, you ready? I'll <laughs> amplify that on social media. Oh, let's do this, like, cause we got. We I gotta, got, I gotta, yo, I gotta be leading yeah. from behind on that. Okay, that's all still, good. Hey, listen, I'm I'll there. be, in, I'll yes. be in the vanguard on that. I'll take the first bullet, Christmas attic style. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> like for real, we out here <laughs> moving. <laughs> Apple, stop playing with me. You right? I don't want nobody want to be Christmas addicts. They don't give a fuck about you for real. But you know what I'm saying? The end of the day. Christmas addicts. No, no, America right. don't. Hey, you know Christmas addicts like, is probably a man about his He's probably mad. He's like, yo, man, the fuck? If I'm Christmas addicts, I'm probably sitting in my grave like, this is bullshit. Hey, that was man. some bullshit. I was the first one to get taken down and like, you know, 400 some odd years later, we still going through bullshit. This is whack. But anyway, that's a whole nother hey, topic. Christmas addicts have lived two, three lives since then. No, you know, hey, I like that. We can get into that too. Whole nother topic, whole nother show, for real. But like I said, man, Apple's going to stop playing with us. Hopefully, everybody's listening to Black Broadway. You're telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Share, share, like. We're trying to get these numbers up, y'all. It's a numbers game. Just like, comment, subscribe, rate the you podcast. You should only listen to this podcast if you're intellectual, cool, yeah. and sexy. All of that. All right. If hey, you're none you of those go. things, if you're none of those then things, you should listen to it because you would understand it. You're right. You and might you, become, you might become those things. Yeah, you, you know need to be committed to that yeah. quality of being cool. No, it's... Smart and sexy. No doubt. But that's it. That's it. That's it. I get it. There's a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people aren't ready for that type of action in their life. You know what I'm saying? They're not ready to advance and shit. You know, they're not ready to move up into the world. I agree. Like I said, but like, we also got a whole lot of shit going on in D.C. right now. A whole lot of things going on with this time of year. We're moving into August, y'all. Has this been like the fastest summer ever? 
Yeah, August is tomorrow. August, August is this not tomorrow. Like the fastest summer. Don't ever? worry about your texts, man. You go keep not, getting texts because we popping in the streets. I'm not even going to read them no more. You street fresh. I'm so be the, the texts are from like three hours ago. Yeah, they got to stop. Because I just saw a text from I'm me. From you. From three hours. I'm like, listen. I mean, that's fucked up. That's, that's fucked good. up. I like you know it. what I'm saying? It's like it's a whole lot of action going on right now, but we're not even going to worry about it. These mishaps happen to you out there. Yo, listening. How many people can identify with that? That's what I'm saying. That we try to be relatable. We haven't even reached episode one yet. We're at episode oh, point five. That's why we keep it beta. Yeah, this is this is the beta okay, shit right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right we just keeping this thing going, man. Okay, I'm just like, telling you that. I want to put it on my Twitter feed. I have 30,000 followers. I have put I, it on your Twitter 30, feed, but that's you're going to get my haters, too. Yo, I love the hate. to your haters and your lovers, man. Yo, Fuck listen. That. I <laughs> want like Put it, in, in put our, it out there. In our goal, you know, in our goal, in our pursuit yeah. of being <laughs> professionals, we really want, like, criticism and feedback. If you I don't want think, feedback. If you hate this shit, fuck your feedback. Send that email. <laughs> if you have feedback, I'm going to send you I'm, an email back that says don't, fuck you. Don't, but, like, send don't that don't shit. comment on my piece. I don't want to know. Don't hit me on Twitter. Word? That's like I'm a, a professional journalist. You know, I'm trying to get to the bottom shit. of this shit. I don't need some dude in the peanut gallery being like, oh, if I were you, I would refer to my fuck that fucking shit. I'm out there. Say, bitch, I was trying to Get the story. Not right. even trying. You, no, you I'm getting it. I'm saying I'm, I'm trying to uncover Yo, some serious Listen. I don't need, it. I don't do need your, your feedback. Do your Googles on Eli Lake, man. My man has contributed to some extremely you important stories, man. I read it. Thanks, know, man. I sat there and read your whole shit, man. I read. You got the longest shit Wikipedia page <laughs> out here in the streets, man. Like. Good I know the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, hey, you know what? Your <laughs> Wikipedia page is pretty deep, bro. Look, he's the first person that I wik- Wikipedia that I'm actually like sitting next to. Oh yeah, no, nah, like, like we, right we gonna be on Wikipedia. there soon enough. We gonna be on there soon enough. You know, you I'm guys are definitely gonna be there. I believe in this podcast. I think it's gonna Yo, blow. Thank you, man. For I real. think it should be bigger. I think you should shout out like events in Sydney, Australia, or like Brussels or some shit. Yo, if they and just send us a, a worldwide community, it's the internet, it's the whole thing. I agree. It's not just DC. Yo, Shoot your boy a See? ticket, man. Yo, I'm going to tell you, okay, it's funny you said something about Australia. All right, I'm going to send a big shout out to my homeboy, Jay Murphy, man. It's a guy I know since he started college, all right? He right now is employed as Jason Derillo DJ. He's his DJ. He's in okay. Sydney, Australia right now on tour with Jason Derillo. I'm watching his little Snapchat. I'm like, yo, this is a dude who I, I used to cut this cat hair, man. I remember I watched the glow up, man. I seen this man come up from nothing so it let me know that it's possible you know what I'm saying in Black Broadway we're going to take it to those same heights we're going to do the same thing we're going to have Jay Murphy on the show global, one day we, we already global we, we on our way more global we on our way yo and, and we got accomplished journalists such as Eli <laughs> yeah, in, in the building with us we're going to do yeah exactly. we, we going <laughs> we, we major you should I, get <laughs> I got to interview this guy okay Who? um you God from Wu-Tang you should get a lesser you should get a lesser Wu Tang. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm gonna, I don't think you're gonna get ghosted. Like, I don't think you're gonna get ghosted. Like, yeah, that's the way. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. That's exactly right. You gotta start small, and then like at the end of the whole channel, yo, you get hey, yo, ghost one on one. Yo, kill a priest if you out there look, and you nah, listen to the Black Broadway. Fuck with us. You guys already listening to us though. That's the crazy shit. What? You guys been following me on Twitter since. 
I signed up for Twitter. Okay. Which is some crazy shit that I Yo, can't even explain. But shout you got out had to you you got <laughs> had the Ellis verse on um on Black Jesus on the Iron Man. But album. if you if you That's listen my to that Wu shit, you got was the nigga who was in the streets. Yo, while they was doing all that. You got was in jail. You yeah. <laughs> got was locked the fuck up yeah, because of in the streets. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> when shit was going down for real, man. So like. All of that's to say that, like, yo, man, we really are pushing this, man, and we're really trying to blow this thing up for the culture, man. So, with that being said, let's segue into what the fuck y'all talk about this weekend. Yeah, you know, we got we got to talk about what y'all talk about for a minute for this a week, for just a for a sec. I got my man Eli in the building, man, and look, Eli, look, the first thing that we gotta address right now because the streets is on fire, and you from Philadelphia, I am from Philadelphia, Philly, look. Your bad big bills is out here violating, right? Yeah. For everybody who doesn't have background on this situation, let me give you the 10-second synopsis of how this whole thing went down, right? Your man Meek Mills decides that on a random whatever day, he's going to get on the internet, get on Twitter specifically, and just start firing shots. He's like, yeah. Motherfucker, these dudes be suckers. Da 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 da. They <laughs> don't, can't see his they Twitter don't wanna, thumbs. Yeah, you can't see his Twitter thumbs. He's just all caps, just going away with it, man. Just talk about, man, these dudes don't even be tweeting my albums, man. I don't fuck with these dudes because they don't even write their own rhymes, etc., etc. Firing shots directly at Drake, referring directly to Drake in this whole entire beat. My man Aubrey Drake. He's chilling. <laughs> Aubrey wasn't bothering nobody, son. Aubrey was chilling in the cut, viewing from the six. Fucking Meek Mills get on Twitter and just start going crazy. So, let this thing chill. This whole thing marinates for a whole week. Drake doesn't say anything. Meek Mills still don't really say nothing on Twitter, but he's already let it, let it be known. It's in the atmosphere. Then, Drake comes out and drops a diss. On the middle of like a Saturday afternoon, just Saturday afternoon, drops Charged Up. Now, everybody got their varying feelings on Charged Up. Like, Vito, you was telling me you ain't really rock with Charged Up too tough, huh? I mean, it was it was a jab. It, was, it wasn't like a yeah. stiff jab, but it was like a light, let yeah, me find like where your face is at like, Yeah, did you listen to Charged Up? You ain't literally listen yeah, to Charged Up. Yeah, I did. Up. I listened to it when you guys came in. Yeah, no, that wasn't Charged that wasn't, Up, though. Oh, that, was, that, was let you, that was part two, like, which we're going to get to. I like part two. Part two was playing. This is way better than I was going to Charged Up. Yeah, so Charged Up was a thing, right? Charged I don't up. really think of Drake as a this rapper, it's not really his era, it's not really his thing. It's not his lane. No. I don't really see him doing that, so I'm interested. I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, he set it off. You he, know? He totally set it off on this dude, man. Like he he went to charged up as like one of those it's it's, it's a stern talking well, to. I'm sorry. It's a stern talking I'm, I'm, to. I'm older. I'm uh -huh. like 40, 43. Uh -huh. Yo, look, go ahead. I appreciate that. Right, you <laughs> I remember it. So I remember like in the two thousands there was the whole P cutter like the mixtapes that were just wars, all the street wars yeah, and all that, all of that shit, yeah. right? And that was like the height of it. Mm -hmm. Is that still a thing right mm -hmm. now? It's not really people. They I don't really see. I think that's, that's what this is. That, right? They're trying to make it a thing, but I don't feel like the MCs are as lyrically inclined as back in that time. Because yeah. it got there was a period where it didn't. It was so not that kind of beef rap that they would fake out about it on well, mixtape television. Yeah. Goody. Good mob, well, you know, see, versus y y YMG, whatever. It wasn't and then they really would like say, that. I'm you know what I'm saying? It was like, they wouldn't even diss tracks. You have social media. Like that. Nah, these yeah. are diss tracks. Yeah, these are real diss tracks. 
But here, Drake. See, you have social Degrassi media. Degrassi High alum. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> people, people love to give my man Aubrey a hard time, son. I'm not giving him a hard time at all. Maybe he's just out here living, yo. He's, he's awesome. not bothering yeah. nobody, but at the end of the day. I, by the way, I'm not, I, I don't want to, like, co-sign. I just, I, I, love, I respect and admire him as an artist. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to co-sign on him constantly nah, showing up his listen, favorite basketball teams. You from Philly. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, no. Speak on his basketball fuckery. Please. I mean, like, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Like, you know, I mean, like, fuckery. Please, please hang out, on that hang out with them in the club. Like, you're just as a big draw to them. <laughs> yeah. Why you got to show up in the photos like you're on the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, I do want Drake yeah. to stop that yeah, shit. Yeah, stop that shit, Drake. I do want Drake right? to stop that shit. Like, yeah, Look. we all love basketball players, but go ahead with that yeah, shit. Yeah, go ahead with that shit. But if I was in his position, I think I would do the same thing, so. But see, like. I don't really hate it. That's the thing. All of these things, the cumulative effect of all of these things, gave people permission to just, or Meek Mills, it made him feel like he got permission to just fire off on Drake. And it's like, yo, Meek Mills is out of his lane. He's out. He's out of his weight class. He's out of pocket. And it's the whole thing. You mean Meek Mills is like a good welterweight? Right. Right. Drake is a heavyweight. Speaking of welterweights, yo. Speaking of welterweights, let's not even speak about the disgrace you're bringing on B Hop right now. But at the end of the day, we're going to get B Hop's upset. B Hop is a strong middleweight. Yeah. A strong. But now Hopkins, as a representative of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is upset right now. But anyway. Meek, the charge not come out, right? Meek don't say nothing. Like, I mean, and, and this is a dude who's known for battle rapping. Like, Meek is that's really known. That's where he came from. True. He comes from that whole battle rap circuit. So you think like, oh, man, this somebody say something about me. He got bars ready. That's what he does. But, nope, two days passed. A day, a day passed, two days passed. Nothing happens. Drake comes back and drops another diss on this man. So now it's like, yo, you bullying me, Bills, now. Not, nah, now, but you know what? Like, he, really? he had to do that, though. He did. Because he, he was to. going at his credibility as a writer. As a writer. That was his whole yeah. stand on. And so. Meek Mills is still tweeting. He's still sending out tweets and Instagram posts talking about, yeah, I'm getting money. I'm going to the studio later. Da, 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 da. Like, nobody want to hear that yeah, shit, man. We don't want to hear, hear that. We don't want to hear the song. I don't like his persona. I mean, I you like know? his rapping. I just have a big fan of his persona. I mean, as a Philadelphian, how do, why, why is it that? I mean, I'd say, like, like Meek, Mill, Meek Mill is a, is a, is a poor artist. He's a, he's a prominent rapper right now. But, you know, Philadelphia has a long, rich tradition of music. Oh, agreed. And I'm not From gambling, huffling, I'm not, back, that's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even putting Meek Mill on, like, Hall and Oates level. Or even, like, the <laughs> Hall and Oates is from Philly? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, no, shut away. I'm not putting on that. Nah, yeah. Oh. That, that was the best blue eye soul. That of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. I'm yeah. a Bobby Caldwell guy myself. Oh, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yo. Bobby Caldwell for blue eye soul is great, but. All right. Uh, anyway, Hold on, we digress. No doubt. Meek Mill, Mill is is a, like, I put him a boys to men. Boys to men? Hey, by the way, <laughs> I wouldn't even put him there. Bro. <laughs> I wouldn't put him By the way, by the way, man, I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas recently. All right. And I saw a big poster for Boys to Men. And I took one look at him and I said, since y'all be calling yourselves men, the elderly men at this point. <laughs> yeah, because it's no boys no, in that. No, there ain't no boys in that group anymore. This, you know, if you try to like, give me that, like, if you try to give me that song where they go to Bivens and they're like, <laughs> like that shit, like no. they're like, oh, they're trying. To, I don't believe it anymore. It's men to seniors. They need to yo. turn out a new record <laughs> way. about like leadership <laughs> tips. Middle management. They need to do that. They need like how to get a good car insurance. 
and you deal, how to do that. They need to deduct what they need Eli, to do right now. some real shit. Yeah. That's what the streets fucking need, all right? Hey, you see? You see? Men to see. Men to elderly. Men to elders. Yeah. <laughs> Middle-aged to elderly, men. That's the name of the group. The streets need that shit, man. The streets is like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, yo? Boys yeah, hey, that's great. What's going on, man? But anyway, like we can't even put Meek yeah. on that type of status right now. Nah, and this is no shade to all my Philadelphia homies. But you got to make some motherfucking music, man. You got to come out with some bars, like, to, today. Like, for real. Like, you need, we need that right now. And it's, you know what's crazy, though? How yeah. the fuck he had ammo for Cassidy, who is always... Who is He's always ready for this Cassidy's situation. Ready. Like, please say something, Bobby. Please say something. Please, I'm just waiting for you Cassidy to say something. Cassidy is actually actively looking for somebody to battle. Like, exactly. right this minute. I don't understand how he had all these bars for Cassidy, but he don't got bars for Drake. Like, I don't get that shit. Listen, I hate to even say this like this, because like I said, you know, I'm a Drake fan in a certain sense of the word. Like, yo, this dude is a Canadian borderline R&B singer. He could probably be one of the easier people to diss in the world, but the fact also, that he's so way, also, vulnerable. Also, what? I love Drake. Yeah, we love Drake. He's so not streets. He's not streets. He's rapping about fine dining in Napa Valley. Exactly, but but that's see, Drake. That's not streets. But see, I that's think not that, at all. I think that yeah. what Meek Mill is doing and what the type of rap that Meek Mill is doing is going to kind of look crazy if he try to come at Drake because it's like, dog, don't nobody want to hear all this gun talk. And all this, how you going to hurt With Drake. You're not going to hurt Drake. You're not going <laughs> to. Nobody's going up to Canada and shooting Drake. And Drake's not coming down to Philadelphia or Ben right. Franklin Parkway shooting nothing. Nah, all right? That's right. not going to happen. True. So all these gun bars that Meek Mills has for everybody else that's rapping are kind of irrelevant. Do we know who Meek, comes does to, Meek Mill have a wife or girlfriend? You know, no, you know he's you know involved he's, with Nicki Minaj. He is? He got Nicki. Yo, he, Nick Mill and Nicki See, Minaj Drake, are a thing. Drake should sleep with Nicki. I mean, who's to say he hasn't? That's what he said on the back to back. He right. said, like, did right. I do it? Did, did I, I not, not do it? I don't know. Like, nobody knows. Oh That's a, which is a classy move, to be honest. Right. Drake, is, and, and Drake is, is engaging in psychological warfare. Yeah, Drake is playing chess. Yeah, psychological like, warfare. Playing chess, yo. I don't even, Meek Mill is just like... Not showing enough discipline on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Nah, not and that's not what a boss does, Mr. Philadelphia. Shout. That is not what a boss Tell does. Not how bosses do that's it. That's not how bosses have a little bit more impulse control. Exactly. When it comes to social media. By the way, I had some problems this week myself. Yo, fucking thirty thousand followers. You might have some problems. I don't want to say this. Yo, and speaking of which, like, not to segue out of this Meek Miller shit so quick because we're gonna get back to that, but. Twitter has been a problem this week. People have been having problems on Twitter, all right? Yes. Another problem that jumped off on Twitter this week, totally unexpectedly, out the fucking blue, Talib Kweli versus Bomani Jones. And if anybody doesn't know who either one of those people are, Talib Kweli is a rapper. He's most famous for being down with most deaf and that whole <laughs> black star, raucous, conscious movement of the early 2000s, late 90s. And Bomani Jones is a sports writer. He comes on ESPN. He got a show with uh, Poppy and Dan Lebertard, that highly questionable Poppy shit. Poppy's a fucking Poppy's fucking... Poppy's the man. You know, <laughs> Bomani's just comic relief at this point. But, you know, he's still there. I love so, Poppy on that show. Yo, Poppy's, Poppy's the best. So, like... So, <laughs> Bomani Jones is on Twitter. He's chilling. Minding his business, ostensibly. Talib Kweli has a, you know, a large following or whatever. One of his followers tweets him 
like a link to Bomani Jones saying something to the effect of how uh, he thinks that Big Boy of Outkast is better than Talib Kweli. I'm inclined to agree with that. Without it, you know what I'm saying. Up, I feel like it's up for debate. Yeah, but I I'm inclined like to agree up, because, like, if you really put Black Star against Outkast, Outkast wins. But Black Star has songs. No, Black it's Star has like And, and for real, and, and most definitely, nah, most definitely, if we take it for, if we take it all four of those guys, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Most is number one. Three thousand is two. Talib is three. No, Talib's not three. Talib's Big Boy's Big three. Big Boy's three. Big Boy's three. Talib's four. That's it's, my line. It's it's a to me it's a close matchup. It's a close matchup. Yeah, Talib Corny, and I got my reasons for saying that. But anyway, like this this dude. <laughs> they're, both, they're all great artists, but yeah, they're all. All I'm gonna say is that in Black Star, for that one record they did, yeah, and then all the other shit that came out in that era when they were together, uh -huh. some singles. That uh, like with the one with Mr. Man on it and everything. Yeah, that is a, some of the greatest hip hop ever. It's like that shit. shit. But they didn't shit. last that long as a group, and Outkast lasted longer. And they also put out some of like, my favorite. And then more rap, awesome. but, dope shit. But I really <laughs> would say my favorite. put my sweet spot in rap. It was that. It was that raucous era. It would say that like late '90s, like like rock, like the raucous two definitive jocks, all of that. One nine nine nine. You a backpacker. Well, first of all. Now you can't, you can't say that with all these records. But Black Star, yeah. but Black, Star, no, but Black Star was the my favorite of all that. And that's just one of the great mm. hip-hop records. So perfect front to back. It's a great record. I will agree with that. Yeah. And Reflection Eternal is a great record. Like, I'm not here to diss Kwali. Yeah, that's Kwali record. record. I'm not I really here to diss Kwali. What I am here to do is take issue with how he handled this entire situation. This was so corny. He gets on Twitter... And he's really coming at Bomani like Twitter thumbs again, being too active. Like, dude, you're shady. You you sent me shade. You're just being shady. Like, I ain't never seen a grown ass man sit out here talk about another grown man shading him. Like, that's not how we get down, Kwali. What the fuck are you doing? And Bomani, to his credit, was just like, bruh, are you serious right now? Like, what, what, what prompted the shading comment? The the shading comment was because Kwali took offense. To the tweet that Bomani said that said that he Big felt like Big Boy was better than him. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He oh. felt offended. He felt offended by that enough to tweet at Bomani right, Jones. Well, I'm, I'm with Tyler Bradley. I don't think you can say that. Fuck out of here! I, I mean, I why, feel like why, I feel why? like if it was like two. Boxes, I like, but I don't really care. That doesn't even sound like beef, really, that much. It was fun. It's weird that Tyler said it like that. It was hilarious. It's weird that he would. They went on yeah. for. They went. Oh, wait, back really? They went back and forth for a while. Dude, okay. they went back and forth for like. An hour and some change, and it was just ridiculous. Like, and, All right. and we're sitting here, and I'm sitting here looking at this shit, and I'm just like, yo, what is in the water on Twitter that's making these motherfuckers so emotional? Like, y'all got to get out your feelings on Twitter, all right? Because hey, people Twitter say all that shit. Every day. It's been very hot in DC. It's been. <laughs> the humidity has been on a million. You're right. I mean, you're in central areas. Yeah, you know, you're chilling there. By the time yeah. you make it home, I feel like it's a must in my, in yes. my line of work. Hey, you're, I you, need that shit. I need you, that. That's for me. You can't come home after it's a long day of, of commenting all you gotta on do is make it home. the stresses of the world and, and all the conflicts going on across the world to a hot ass house. Like, no. that's not going to work. That's what know? I'm yeah. saying right now. And that's what I'm it's, saying. It's no maybe, Kwali, maybe Kwali came home and it was hot as shit. And that's he was just fed up. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, dog, it's too hot. I can't have niggas on Twitter talking about I'm big boys better than me. 
I'm letting him fly. I mean, but if I gotta fly, tell you, like, I I can understand a little bit. Like, you know, he might have felt like he was being baited. It's a sensitive. See, the part is part maybe like because the truth hurts a little bit. He knows it's there. You go. Maybe. We just was talking about. But I don't believe that. My judgment is that Talib is a, is a you know he's not my favorite oh, no, rapper. Man. I'm troubled by him and most. Yo, maybe this being is how like, I feel. Like, being like 9/11 truthers and shit. Like their politics are bad. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, man. You know no, what most def is definitely nine eleven truth. I think Tyler is a nine eleven truth. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? My favorite rapper they out here. Listen, have to be like out there like that. Look, I don't know, man. No, I have my opinions <laughs> on that, but I don't have enough well, enough empirical evidence to say blah blah blah. But anyway, like when they get out here and they make their viewpoints, just like they can stand out here and have their 9-11 truth or viewpoints. But Monty Jones can stand out here and say, Big Boy is better than you, motherfucker. Good point. And well, that's it. We all we are all entitled to an opinion. We all are entitled but to our own unhappy like, opinions. Yeah. It's basically like Talib would win if it was like, let's A battle? If, if it was oh, let's throw on. haymakers for a round, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talib would probably win. Hold on. If, if, if it was lyrical like, haymakers. I'm right. Let, okay. If it was Good like, point. Good, yes. let's... let's Fight uh, for 12 rounds. <laughs> big boy, big boy, boy yeah, big boy would technically whoop your ass. You whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit. And you can put on that Brooklyn shit away too. Because I hate that shit. Yo, I'm going to tell you real. I got a homeboy who had a real unfortunate interaction with Kwali like some years back. Whereas though, like, Kwali was on some real asshole shit. And that's not, he's not the only person I've heard this from. No, he's definitely mad as fuck. I'm going to blow your mind on Talib And listen, hold up. We're going to tell us about your Kwali story in a minute. But Kwali, his Twitter, his whole Twitter persona is he like feeds the trolls. Like every day somebody's coming at him with some bullshit and he will spend literally 20, 30 minutes See, I have this someone. problem in a different million. Yeah, and he'll he'll spend 20, 30 minutes dealing with these people. No, and I do I do that too, and it's like it's not gotta, healthy. Y'all gotta chill. Gotta, it's it's not healthy. You gotta <laughs> chill. Like you what gotta, the I don't fuck? Have these Twitter problems, yeah. No, me neither. I'm a Twitter baby. And listen, even if <laughs> even if I'm on Twitter and people are sending me all kind of whackness, like my, my whole response is, yo, you won't pull up though. So I don't really give a shit about like what you have to say on Twitter or none of that. I'm just not. I'm not here to defend myself via text. But I'm not here to defend myself via one hundred forty characters. As your friend, I would say your interest right now is to start Twitter beefs with people. Not at all. <laughs> Talib's interest right now not at all. is Why to not engage in Twitter beefs with Why people. Why would I? I'm not typing. Because you're on the come up, man. This is a beta episode. You were beginning you would of think a public that. persona. But that's career. not the, but that's not the persona I'm trying to build. I'm not oh, 50 Cent. Oh, I'm not 50 Cent. I'm not trying to get on dissing motherfuckers. I'm trying to get on providing information. I'm trying to get on providing uh, a platform for people to discuss things that they hey, want to talk about. Hey, but if y'all gonna hate on my about. man, if you gonna hate, hey, we got plenty of ammo. It's cool. <laughs> I, trust me, dog. I'm gonna get in my car. I'm gonna go smoke a fat ass J. I'm gonna hang out with a fly ass girl, and I'm not gonna give a fuck about what you're talking about. I promise you, my phone's gonna be in my pocket. I'm not gonna care. But the whole thing is that a lot of people feel like this invalidates them. It makes them, nah, but I mean, you know, it, like, it, this important. Is a, like, this is why Eli said this to you, because mm -hmm. Eli is actually your friend, yeah. and things are happening in this beef with people 
over Twitter universe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is a way to like put fuel in your, Meek your and, shit. Meek and Drake is a perfect exactly. example. That's, that's like why that's happened. This is the it's a it, it so, all started over Twitter. Let it, these motherfuckers talk shit, talk shit back to them. Which is I think <laughs> and, and it's a very 2015, it's a very millennial way to have rap beef. Alright, you know what I'm gonna talk about my Twitter beef. What's your Twitter? Talk, tell us about Elaborate. your Twitter beef. Let's let's hear about this shit. Thirty thousand followers. Somebody out this motherfucker follow Eli Lake, and they First were of all, privy I, to this. All right, let's see. I called some somebody did this thing where they took an old tweet of mine out of context and made it seem like I was saying something which I wasn't saying. That's what happened to Bomani. But continue. Okay, and it was obvious. Like I knew that it pissed me off. Uh-huh. And this person is like in journalism. Is like sub mediocre fringe <laughs> fringe outlet bars covering bars media, not the real shit. See, that's how like, you do it, me. It was on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? He's been on my. He's been trying to try to. He's been trying to troll me. He's been trolling me for a while now. Okay, right. If you used to be, you know. Anyway, uh-huh. and so I I tweeted back. I think you have a learning disability. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm going to be real for a minute because that's possibly ableist. That's possible. Because there are people who might have learning disabilities and they want to be like, it's not a bad thing to be like me. I get that. Let me ask you, do you feel like you have to be more responsible on Twitter because you have 30,000 followers? Or do you feel like you can can still say that shit and you don't give a fuck? You know, I'm I'm caught between the two. I okay. Because I feel like I'm, I'm on the black Broadway, so I, I can't not I can't not be real on this. Yeah. Right. Yo, we I struggle with the issue all the time. I okay. Because so, I feel like if you don't have a little cayenne in it, it's boring. Your Twitter feed, no one wants to. No one wants that. Nobody wants a dude who just says to read my column. I'm speaking here. I'm doing this. Nobody internet. just wants that. That sucks. So you got to be able to like. You know, give people what they want a little bit, and people do love conflict. Right. That's why they tune into Twitter. They like to see people. Yeah. So, and yeah. and I happen to have accumulated in my forty-three years on this on this planet, mm-hmm. you know, a number of online critics, shall we say? Right, yeah. <laughs> so they, it You're keeps it good. moving. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then most of the time, I really do think of, you got to ignore it. But sometimes, like Talib Kweli. I respond. Yeah. And I realized this was helpful to me because I'm like, okay. I realize how stupid that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need to do that. That's what I'm but, saying. Like, you but can't on the real, I'm not saying shit. this. I'm not even saying this clown's name because he's a clown. There you go. But I do think he has See, a learning that's how we do shit. <laughs> we don't mention you clowns. some basic shit. I do sometimes feel like, I feel like. We'll shout you clowns that's out. that's because he's made it. You know what I'm saying? No. Listen, we don't shout none of you clowns out. <laughs> accomplished retard. Listen, what the like? I'm gonna keep it real. Kwali yeah. said this shit on on his Twitter feed, and it, I felt like he was being facetious. But I feel at the same time it's real. Like if I tweet you, I'm bravest. But if you tweet me, you, I, you right. famous. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like I, I understand what he's saying, but I felt like he was being a little bit facetious because, like, listen, Kwali, you're not that important, my G. And I'm not oh, really wow. here. Oh, Yo, to you regulating. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I have an opinion. And I, I feel like my opinion should be respected in the same way that his should be. You know, or the same way Bumani Jones' opinion should, should be respected. Be. No, no. Like, yo, you are inclined to feel however you want to feel. And right? at the end of the day, if you got a problem with some rap shit, nigga, drop some shit. Drop like, some shit! When was the last time you <laughs> dropped ours? When was the last time? No, Kwali, hey, hey, let me say this. Because I'm not uninformed. Kwali has a website. He's indie. 
He drops his own. He dropped the album. I mean, he might have dropped two albums this year. Okay, August. hold on. T- tell it probably real story. Do you know the Black Power mixtape? It's on Yeah, the, the movie. Right. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I haven't seen it. I'm a it's history great movie. Yo, you need to I'm a history nut. Yeah, me too. And there is some real footage in there of people like Stokely Carmichael. Yeah. Tyler. Taken by Swedes. Yes. <laughs> Mad interest. Talon Quali in this thing, uh-huh. in this documentary, says he was listening to a Stokely Carmichael speech on, his, in, on a flight and that he was stopped at the airport by the FBI who asked him about a Stokely Carmichael speech. Mm-hmm. Now, I say this as a national security columnist. Like, that's my world. That's your world. The FBI doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about Colin Kelly <laughs> listening to Stokely Carmichael. They don't care about his next record. They don't care about his email. They don't care about his Twitter. They don't care about Colin Kelly. Like, he's not on their radar right now. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, Kelly. Listen. That's the only thing you can do, Tyler. Listen. I'd like to run that down. I should say, Listen. if you can provide further evidence other Yo. than your say-so, like, because I found that to be hard to believe based on what no. I understood. Maybe I'm wrong. You said it was after 9-11 and whatever. I whatever, it. man. Listen, Come on, man. Listen, you know the FBI was Listen. investigating NWA back in the Right, that is, that is that's true. real. That's real. They sent them the, the letter. And listen, we know that the FBI has many clandestine ways of, you know, investigating nah, they people. Out they out here. Yeah, Cointel Pro, all of that. We they already pulled know. up on me, and I'm... The FBI pulled up on I just, me? I don't know who they was. I, I see, right, see yeah. people with suits and assault rifles pull up on me. Wow. And, really? give me, and give me mugs. Like, are you the guy we're looking to kill today? They was like, no, I'm not that <laughs> I'm guy. I'm not the guy. I don't so, have any weapons. Yeah. They was like, I'm, you're I was right. coming you're out of the metro guy. station. So, it can't happen. All right. Happen. So, they, there was like some. Okay. All right. Okay. It, it so can't look, happen. But here's That's the thing. Here's the point. Here's the point in all of that. The point in all of that is that, like, you got to stop this self-aggrandizing behavior. Like, you got to stop trying to make yourself, like, more important than you are. And I feel like... Well, hold up. I just want to like say, I believe he's a significant, important artist. He's... I believe that he is. I am fine. You said I was a backpacker. I, <laughs> I, I'll take it. You are, B. But it's okay, because I used to be a backpacker, too, but... I'm not really a backpacker, but... I used to have a lot of real shit about backpacking. Back, the backpacker community, I'm sure, would reject me. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. If they see this record collection, record collection we are surrounded respect, by yeah, first of all, the most yeah, vinyl. I don't know ever. about that. I don't know. I just, I'm, I can assure you. I'm telling you, yo, the inter- that issue. Yeah, 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 once the fun. issue of like Palestine comes up, yeah, 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 I'm on the other side of that. Yeah, you are. I you mean, know what I'm saying? kicked out of that backpack cafe. <laughs> see, I see, mean, with the Erica Badu on the background serving. See, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Like a mocha latte. But you being on the other side of that issue, yeah. right? I don't think you're going to encounter a lot of people who have enough ammo to really fight you on that. They're just going to hate you. Uh, and that's, and that's yeah, cool, too, that's, because yeah. like they're, not, they're going to disagree. Like, that's the thing. I disagree, too. But at the end of the day, we can still be friends because like we don't have yeah. to engage on that. Right. You know what, what I'm saying? What I'm saying like, is I, this is this is the thing for me, and I don't think you have this problem, and I know that I have this problem. Uh-huh. The artists that I love, and I love music, it's a big that's why I think I'm here, you know. I, yeah. That's how we first kind of that's how we, became friends. Man, Eli's my guy. Man. But like for me, knowing that like Erica, Jill Scott, Quest Love, all my favorite artists, especially being from Philly. You know, and I consider them much more significant, by the way, than Meek Millie. Ah, oh. much more for me. 
Yeah. Well, I'm into it. I told you I'm a backpacker. Music, music that goes with our music. Black yeah. thought. I know what you're saying. Black He's thought might be. MC, Black okay. thought might be one of the greatest MCs the of all time. One of the best. All right, yeah. I like that then. Okay, so oh, I like good. I'm glad you would say that. No, Black Thought might be one of the best. Black Thought <laughs> has. Let me go on record. This is me putting my word on this. Akil, U Street Fresh said this. Black Thought has never spit a whack verse. Never. I've never heard it. I, I can't I feel, name one. I can't I, name I can't one. Name one. I feel, never I heard it. Like, wow, and I'm the Philadelphia. Well, anyway. You heard a whack Black Thought verse? I, you, you're putting me. I'm going to. Hey, I don't want to put you in that position. No, 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 no. I'm on like a like an internet mission now. I'm going to find a whack. I'm going to get back to you and be like, what about this fucking You're going to be busy. What about this garbage? That word. I can't find any bars that whack thoughts. Yo, whack I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, like the con, the the concerto of the Desperado was one of my first favorite root songs, and like after they made all these songs, it's one of my least favorite. But like when I listen to it, it's still not whack. It's not whack. It's not whack. Yeah. It's just that they've become that much better. Yeah. Than what they used to be because they fucking always playing music. And that's the thing. Like so, <laughs> when you think about like the rich musical tradition and all of that 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 you know philadelphia just just music in general and people being top-notch musicians it's not in it's not about your political activism or no it's where you are like musically it's it's where you are musically i get that so and i feel like kwali tries to lean on the fact that he has very political he said some very he said some very significant political things i happen to agree with most of the things kwali stands for politically Politically, I happen to agree with most of those things. But as far as like his whole entire rap persona, fuck his persona, his whole entire rap style. My nigga, find the beat, all right? Like, <laughs> find the beat and get in touch with that. All right? yeah, I'm like the opposite with you. I'm 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 uh, I'm, I'm a soft spot for Talib as a artist lyrically. Uh huh. And I'm just politically, saying, yeah. I wouldn't be like, fuck out of here. Talib, if you're listening, Eli Lake will is trying to thwart your whole agenda. See, yo, let me say this. Hey, Kwali, when it comes down to the come down, my G, I'm not going to let Eli thwart this agenda. We pushing your whole agenda. We pushing shit, all right? I know he's not trying to pull. I know he's not trying to thwart. Undermine you at every turn. He's not trying to thwart. He's not trying to undermine Black Lives Matter, though. No, I'm not so, doing that. No, yeah, he's not, not doing, doing that. that. No, 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 he's no, doing some other shit. Don't miss it. Yeah, no, that's why I'm I'm I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to clarify that. Because that's Kwali's agenda currently. You know what I'm saying? But we talk about this whole 9-11 truth through shit and all this, that, and the third. Eli happens to disagree. Me, I'm on the other side of that spectrum. I fuck with it. I'm here for it. But, you know, to each his own. But that doesn't mean that nobody on the internet has a right to call you whack. Because you're fucking whack. It's, <laughs> like, it's not even that he called him whack, though. But right. You, you got to look at Big Boy's catalog. Like, look at Big Boy's catalog... And look at your catalog. Yeah. And you shouldn't get mad. You couldn't. Because like if it was like like I said, Big Boy got hits. If it was a fight, Big Boy would have threw like six hundred punches and you might have threw like two hundred. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it was like some real fisticuffs. Like Big Boy been out there, man, throwing shots for a minute. Man, come on, man. Ninety three, ninety four. Man, Big Boy made I like the way you move, son. I'm gonna be listening to that song when I'm sixty. And they had lightsabers in that video. You understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> I'm going to be listening to that song when I'm 60 years old at my son's wedding, and it's going to be popping, all right? Kwali, have you made something like that yet? No. no. Holla back. No, That's not. the end of that. I like right? that old Black Star record. 
Well, that's cool. Black style record is cool. Y'all really know. fuck with What's the 9-11 truth or stuff, right? Nah, I don't right. know. Like, like, I mean, hey, is, Jeff Jewel like can't don't still be. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, um, <laughs> you, can just, you can just go oh, through man. the outcast, like, rapper catalog. for rapper, though. Andre 3000 is like on another level. But, but we're, we're not, not even, even we're not even, we didn't <laughs> put him or most in the conversation. Right. We didn't even put him or most, we taking them out of the conversation, yes. all right? And we just keeping this quality and big boy. Who are, respectively, second bananas in those particular Bad situations. situations. Yeah. In those Where particular do they, they rank against, say, a Fife dog? Ooh, Fife? Another talented second banana. <laughs> that one can argue that Midnight Marauders surpasses. Five the dogs original don't me. Yes, yes. Hey, shout out to, no yo, I wouldn't be no Bronson all day. Five, five dogs, dogs coming in on top of all. I of like Five better than Q Tip. Me personally, Midnight person. Marauders. That is hot. I know. Me yeah. personally, you know what? Like, and this is look. I can't lie. I'm glad we got into this because I. This is kind of the reason Eli wanted to be on the show. This is kind of the reason I wanted to have him on the show and to discuss talk. unpopular hip hop opinions. And juxtapose them with political news shit that we talk about and that we deal with every fucking day. For real. Like, like hip-hop is just a, a microcosm or a parallel to what's going on in, like, politics, in the world. It's really, it's just really, like, the entire issues of the world boil down to some little individual hip-hop beats. To the so city some, that you in. To the city that you in. Yeah. To the... To the artists that you're having problems with, whatever, like this whole entire Meek Mill and Drake situation, really what it's about is being loose on fucking Twitter. Lack of Twitter discipline, like you said, Eli. That's really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And like this whole or is it a is it a is it it doesn't show a a kind of deeper panic for Mr. Philadelphia. I mean, you know, is this the beginning of the end, maybe for me? Yo, well, I tell you what, it's right now we doing this podcast. On a Thursday night, I right? after the whole entire crazy week of Drake and Meek bullshit. According to the internet, Meek's supposed to drop something tonight. All right, That's we should listen to that before we say anything. We we'll we'll see. The verdict yeah. is still out. We'll on the next epi- on the episode of Black Broadway. We're gonna talk about it. We're until Meek drops something, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. I like that. I like that. That's what the internet is saying. That's what the internet is saying. I like that, Mr. Bronson. Yes. I'm saying. Until, until, until me, straight up, man. That's why <laughs> until I'm he say something. here, yo. Vito Bronson is in the building. He's going to tell you the real. <laughs> this motherfucker, Meek Bill, is literally in the casket right now. He needs I just to get up out of that like, What are you going to say about Drake? Thank you. That's really what it is. What the fuck you gonna say about Drake? That that Charlemagne ain't said about Drake. Right, that Drake ain't said about we Drake. Drake. All, like, we know he sings. Yes, what we know. Say? He's an emotional, <laughs> light-skinned dude. We got you. Alright. And then you go if you come out with the, this gun talk or this like, yeah, I got shooters and we gonna fuck you up and we ride and fill you on ATVs. Don't nobody give a fuck. You not nobody yeah. cares. Like so what? If you not rapping that rap. If you not kicking that shit, like the shit that Drake said, first of all, let's talk about a couple of those lines. <laughs> this motherfucker said, boss bitches out here wifing niggas. Yeah. God. Yeah. How yeah, harsh is that? Your husband. He said, he said, <laughs> your trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. How harsh yeah. is that? Like, yo, come on, fam. Like, this shit that Meek Mills did. He did this, and it's the worst timing ever. Like, dog, why you gonna start a beef with Drake? He's on your album, one. 
Your album's number one in the country. Kudos to you. Shout outs. You got the number one album in the country. Over the 30s. Meek Mills. Meek Mills. Is it good? It's, it, it, it really is pretty good. But after all this shit. I like Dirty Sprite better. I can't. Yeah, Dirty Sprite ain't the number one album, though. Because the Future Hive is like. I mean, I don't know why, but the Future Hive ain't out there. Because you know it's, it's Nikki. It's Nikki. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. <laughs> You're right. It's Nikki. It's Nikki and the Barbs. Because, like we said, I kept, I'm surprised you didn't notice, too, Eli. Like, Nikki Minaj is Meek Mill's girlfriend right now. You know, here's the thing. I don't follow. I like I listen to the music, but I don't follow the See, the drama in that respect. I should probably. Well, well, you know, it's it's kind of like rap is like wrestling now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right like, the peripheral entertainment is more important than the actual physical act of rapping right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, cool. Meek Mills is a cool rapper, and we would have all enjoyed this album just the same. But, like, this makes Meek Mill more exciting. Can I just take a makes step? Makes it more can important. I, can I take you a step? Okay. Can I take a step back for just a second? <laughs> Talk about it. And this is true of Nicki, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, Are you a big fan of Nicki Minaj? I, I like Nicki Wow! As an artist. As an artist. Shit, we learned it on Broadway. I like her as Nicki Minaj. I like her whole thing. Okay, anyway. But here's the one thing I don't like about Nicki Minaj, and it's true of a lot of these groups, okay? It's like this constant reference to being like Jack Welch, the CEO of. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like being like this super elite, super rich, like. You know what I mean? It's and aspir- I'm saying, like, it's aspirational, I find it to be, Eli. Like, it doesn't... You gotta understand. Hip hop has always been aspirational. No, but, like, for those people, they really are, especially for someone like Drake, it's true. He is a elite. But he's the only one. Like, rich. What I'm saying is, I'm just fucking sick of, it's boring to me. Yeah. But it's all boring to me. Like, so fine, what's you're gonna the find another incredibly expensive car, they're gonna find another amazing vacation spot to talk about, they're gonna talk about how. They get another thing. I'm just like, all of this stuff is like boring. So what's the preferred narrative? What? What's the preferred narrative? Well, first of all, just get back to the basics. What's Fucking the basics? talk about your emotions. Talk about loss. Okay. The greatest hip-hop has that. Like, you know, Tupac. I yeah. mean, and listen, I'm not saying that there isn't a place for that. And when uh, Ross started kind of really doing that in the details that he would drop, there yeah. was this thing where it was novel and he was being real to himself being true because he had attain some of that success. Yeah. But what about rap used to be like coming up and how hard it was and the police is kind of hassle yeah. you and how you yeah. know you were hungry and how you remember being like a lot of other people. It's inaccessible is what I'm trying to say. Alright. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe you feel no, like you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that because that. because for real for real when we all I'm not that- arguing it should be like Conscious rap. No, no, no. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? But you're just saying that it should be a more yeah. more reflective of like people's actual station in life as opposed to what they yeah, think they are or what they want to be. Just fresh your delight at the little pleasures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like think of yeah, like express your delight. You know what I'm saying? Yes, things that you really want to get into and things that you really want to be or not even that things that are really on your mind. Things that you're really thinking about, like I think that a lot of artists. Yeah, like rap about how like fun, how much fun you had a great adventure. Yeah, right. Yeah, Is nobody that, does that, that anymore. Yeah. Nobody yeah, does yeah, that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Right, like, something most, like that. Most rappers, how I say, fun this. it is to go to Five Guys and get a double bacon cheeseburger. I, I mean, don't know. there's some people that do that, and like, <laughs> no, I know it's right. Dude, you know what I want to ask you about? We talked yeah. about this a little bit on the last uh, podcast, and I know you could get into this because 
One, in case our black Broadway listeners haven't figured out by now, Eli is definitely a Caucasian Jewish guy. No, no, first, guy. No, no, I want to correct you right now. Talk to me. I am not Caucasian. I am Jewish. All right. Eli is Jewish. Blood, that's what I'm saying. Eli Lake is the a Jewish guy. Abraham, <laughs> David, <laughs> Moses, shout outs Aaron. To, shout outs to the Moses, tribe. My shout outs to the tribe. I'm right? not from the Caucasus. All right. So look. Right. My man Eli is definitely a Jewish guy from Philadelphia, from the desert, right? Originally, but from the desert of whatever. Wandering right? in the desert. <laughs> Listen, the desert of Philadelphia. The desert of Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I have that historical kind of perspective. Yo. So anyway, I'm just saying yeah. all that to say that, like, but Eli, I, I'm not a black guy. No, exactly. <laughs> Eli, Eli's perspective on things is definitely right. unique. And different, and it's some shit that I have been dying to have on Black Broadway because I don't like sitting around with motherfuckers I agree with. So anyway, we have our whole like, oh, we have a whole litany of differences here. Oh well, but when it comes, I, I would it, be. I mean, I'm guilty of liking that kind of what was what do we call it? You know, first class air miles rap. Yeah, you know like, get the fuck like, out of like, here with that shit. I, man. I, I, like, I like a lot of it. Like, fuck I out of here with that shit. On my iTunes, so it's not like I listen well, to it. Listen, I just wish Eddie. rap would give me a different perspective Yo, and it would be more interesting. I'm going right? to tell you this much. It is, it is a lot of different perspectives being pushed out here to the public, but I'm going to tell you, the narrative that the real rap listeners, the real people who live hip-hop are dealing with and listening to right now is a whole nother thing. And I hate to say this, but it's being driven by people that aren't really even in the culture. I'm telling you, yo, like, motherfuckers is like, we, they got us listening. We're listening to Future. I love Future, all right? Future's the biggest rapper right now in the world. But real life, Future's music isn't about anything. It's about drugs, alright? It's about drugs and bitches. Drugs that you drink. And dru- and it's drugs about that drugs you that you drink, drugs that you swallow, <laughs> and bitches, alright? Right. So, when it comes to, like, me, you know... Oh, and heart, drugs. Don't forget the drugs. Don't forget the drugs. That you but, sell. But, oh, the drugs that you sell. <laughs> Fucking serve my auntie that water. <laughs> I'm really praying Don't for future auntie who we keep selling drugs to. Like, I, I just want to, like... I got that off the internet, but it's real true. I, like, I sat home and I was like, you know what? That's some real shit. I wish Future's... I hope future auntie isn't, like, passages in Malibu or something, getting the help that she needs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, for real, the narrative is driven... By that type of shit. So, like, when you talk about, like, pining for these old days of, like... Oh, no, that's not old days. It's not. But the old days, like, the 90s, a lot of rap was about violence. About killing motherfuckers. Right. So I'm glad we've moved away from that. Like, to be honest. I'm I'm just saying, I just... It's (laughs) not... I like it. It's not old rap. Kendrick's shit is not like that. There's a lot of other rap that's out there right now. So I'm not... I love hip-hop today. That's not what I'm saying. I love Future. Okay, okay. Hey, dirty sprite, motherfucker. Anyway, but <laughs> that's not my point. My point is just that there's that Nikki style. It was a little bit with Young Money. It was a little bit with MMG. It was like, but it's aspirational. Like, it's yeah. out there, but it's, it's like, aspirational. It's because they want to be that. It's not. It's not because they are that, and it's like some no braggadocious shit. It's the illusion shit. of saying that that's who you are, which brings yeah. us to Wale. Because that was, remember, we were talking about this on the, before we, we recorded. Yeah, exactly. Wale has the persona, on the one hand, of kind of being like in that boss. Just because he's associated with MMG and shit But like also that. he put out, remember like a few years ago, the White Linen, whatever, the Lotus, that record. Yeah, the Lotus Flower. Yeah, yeah all shit. that, 
he was sort of in that space, right? Yeah. And this was his big breakout. Uh huh. And you were remarking earlier that his career has not been what everybody had hoped. Nah, we don't. You know, we want more for you. We Wale. want more for you, Wale. Go. For <laughs> are, we, are we trying dog? to get intervention? Clean this shit up. We want to help you, Wale, be like the dog. Best Wale be you the be. best Wale you can be. Like we having the fucking landmark <laughs> music fest in Washington D.C. Drake's headlining. All right, that's cool. But it ain't no fucking reason that Wale Dave should be on the fucking sixth line of the poster. It's way smaller print. Who was ahead of Wale? Tail. Who's ahead of Wale on that? Oh poster? my God! Hold up. Let me pull everybody. <laughs> Yo, I got the poster right here. Hold up. I'm about to pull music, this shit up. Right, yeah, you making you making middle of the road music right now. You're not now. making Maybach music. You're making Subaru hatchback music. Yo, listen, yo, straight up, Chromeo is ahead of Chromeo's ahead of Chromeo's ahead of Wale. TV on the radio is ahead of Wale. It's not acceptable. Listen, goddamn, I'm surprised that you know it's more people. It's some people out here that I would think that might be ahead of Wale. <laughs> no, for real though, no. it's the Strokes, Drake, and Alt J that's at the top. And then you got Chromeo, Band of Horses. Miguel should be in front of Wale. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, Miguel should right be in front of Wale. Like, I think he's close. But Wale should be on that fucking line. He should be no, on I that line. I love Miguel, man, but I love all that. I Yo, love, I just I listened Miguel. to Miguel's album today, and I'm going to keep it real. I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as I liked the internet album, and I thought that it sounded a lot. Very, Everything sounded very similar. You know what I'm saying? I thought that everything sounded very similar. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to listening. To I mean, here's the I thing. Seen, I haven't listened to it. Here's either. the thing. Even, and I'm gonna tell you, this is some real shit. Like Black Broadway, we always like to try to take things from a DC perspective. And I'm gonna tell you that Miguel album is gonna sound great when the Go Go Band starts to fuck with that. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh my God, that coffee in the morning. When like fucking familiar faces with somebody decides to hit that, like six or seven versions. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know who's hitting that right now, but whoever's doing that, that shit is going to be cracked for real. And it's like, I mean, it's a lot of artists that we want Wale to be better than, and we need him to step his game up. But like I said on the low, he might be the only dude winning the MMG right now. Meek's in trouble. Meek's back is against the ropes right now. We'll see what happens in the days and weeks to come. But meet back against the ropes. Ross on his way out. Ross keep catching cases and shit, and you know, getting locked up. I look at, I take one look at Ross, and I'm like, I hope you're taking Lipitor. <laughs> I look Yo. at him and I say to myself, I know. You know, weird thing is, he sometimes raps about how he's eating healthier. Sometimes, yeah, he's, like he's, eating, he's eating pears. I haven't seen Ross evidence. Is, I haven't seen evidence of eating pears. I want him to have like a high fiber diet, with a lot of fruits and vegetables. He's a little smaller. He's, he's a little smaller. He's slimming down a little Sugar's bit. Sugar's not your friend. Yeah. Hey, yo, really, Ross? I just want Ross to be healthy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe care. he should just be like a mogul now and he occasionally. But, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, right? that's what's happening. But you gotta, stay, happening. you gotta stay out of jail for that. And every time you count Ross out, he comes out with another hit. He, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what? I feel like that hipster crew really pushed Ross over the top. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of people who had no reason to fuck with Rick Ross. But fucked with Rick Ross. You mean like Vice magazine? And shit? Exactly. Right. Like, yeah, he is like kind of a, a lot of really a lot of corny him. white kids. Wow. Was like, I'm, wow. What the fuck? It's it's wow. corny white kids wow. in the Shots, world. Okay. Shots fired. I can't shot. I can't. Shots were just fired. Listen, Vice magazine. I'm not even From not even field. a Vice. No. No. I won't cool, say man. Vice is corny white kids, but there's corny white kids who what? You know who's a corny white kid who works for Vice? 
that fucker uh, Thomas with the glasses, with who did the noisy shit. Yeah, he's man, corny that shit was corny, Eli. He's corny as fuck. You ain't see that shit? No, man, that shit was corny, corny man. As fuck. Look, that whole welcome to Atlanta shit, right? He interviewed yeah. Chief Keith, and Chief Keith basically didn't fucking. Can we talk about Chief Keith for a second? What do you want to talk about, Chief Keith? Chief Keith. I want to Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, exactly. I, I've checked him out. I'm, I have some Chief Keith. I'm a semi fan. Are you a fan? I'm a no, no. I'm, I'm saying, I think we're talking about learning disabilities. I think <laughs> Chief Keith. You know what? Yeah, I really do. That's not even slanderous. No, no that might be true. That might be real. I really feel like that might be real. I think he might have. That's not even slander. That's not even slander. Yeah, I'm not even going. Just. I think that that actually came out about him. He has like light autism. Listen, but can we be honest? Well, there's a lot of rappers out right now. We are in a great era for rap. We got a lot what of a great really year. talented. 2015 is a good year for okay, rap. Chief Keef is rapping on like literally a second grade level. Agree. Right. Okay. Agree. And like, I really, I gotta say, like, we gotta call this out. All right. That uh-huh. is just, I mean, like, I understand that there's an appeal to it. And there are some really killer beats that's gone along with it. Mm-hmm. And it's totally unique. We hadn't heard this before. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's like that Chris Rock joke. You could drive your car with your feet, but like, you know, it's a, you got, it's a good idea. Like, right. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Right. I, right. I, have people really followed up with Chief, Chief Keith has spawned imitators? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really? You think so? I don't I know. I mean, well, it's not even so much it's imitators, it's but it's like that movement of like those Chi-Town boys who are really real-life fucking hooligans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing that's, about Chief Keith. That's what gives their whole movement. Well, it, it, like, this shit is hold on, crazy. No, 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 no. What about really fucking? What about really, Bobby Schmurda? Really what about Bobby Schmurda? Bobby Schmurda's in Bobby Schmurda's in prison. I know. I said, and his whole crew is in prison. Right. Yes. And in the rap that he was, that guy made him, that made him, he was talking about real crimes. But if we got to keep it real and, and then to bring this shit whole full yeah. circle, Bobby Schmurda was fucking made famous by the internet. Okay? Sure. Of course. Uh, not even just the internet. Chief Keith. Social media. <laughs> TV, a vine. A vine made Bobby Schmurder famous. When Bobby Schmurder hit the shmoney dance and threw his right. hat in the air, that was like it for everyone. Nobody even really cared what his music sounded like. It was just like, that was so fucking cool. And the way he did that shit was so tight that everybody was like, fuck that. I'm going to listen to the song. And I'm going to do, like, do that thing. And I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to do that. Oh, my God. So, like, a lot of these cats is being made famous on some real shit on accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, on, I want to say accident. I want to say it's accident. It's not an accident, but it's by social media. It's by the populace. It's yeah. not by, like, the gatekeepers of music. They're not passing through the filters of people who are like, are you making good music or not? Please listen they're, to my demo they're, and all They're that. passing through the filters of uh, popularity. And it's like... Yo, was that cool? Yeah, that was cool. Who's Bobby Schmurda? Oh shit, he has a song? It's not, it doesn't suck. Same thing Fuck with it. Chief Keith. We're rocking. Same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Chief Keith. So you gotta understand it. And, and also, what makes them also popular, not only are they looking cool on this vine or on the social media, but what really makes them popular is that they're credible. They they actually their gangster shit is crazy. They they actually <laughs> do this shit. And it's fucked up because now. They are they're under pressure to do this shit, or not even under pressure, but they're the attention is there. And That's the why Bobby Schmurder's in jail. The next person who the comes out there. has to have this credibility, they're right? And like it's more about gangster shit credibility than actual, actual talent. music, than actual talent, and so that's the shit that's that where we at right. And now. that's where we at right <laughs> now in, in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's like that. I gotta be. It's like less my thing with the Bobby Schmurder. What? What his credibility? No, it's just like it's. Uh, 
I mean, I, I felt it was an interesting story because things he was rapping about probably indicted him in some way. It's like, no, he probably put himself, no, no, you know, I mean, that's if the you, thing I thought was like, if, so cool. if anybody ever listens to hot nigga and looks at the sheet of people who were locked up in that lock, all happened because of everybody's <laughs> name is in the fucking song. <laughs> I would trigger, I would rush, I would a rod, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, I know. I would Roddy. <laughs> My nigga Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Like all of that is in the song. All of them, was all of them are in jail. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like all uh, of them were in jail. So like the they whole were thing not is like the shrewdest criminals. No, no, because because credibility is more right. important now. You it's gotta not understand. About being a smart it's not about being it's smart. About it's about being a, being a known criminal. It's about being a known criminal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that's the thing. Like I said, this whole episode has been about social media and how this shit is running our lives and running us rampant. And literally, these were, now that we talk about Chief Keith and Bobby Smurda, for lack of a better way to put it, they're the victims of that entire mentality. They, they suffered because what they did was so credible and so real that the authorities well, got involved. Well, like a conversation <laughs> we were having a couple months ago. Yeah. But on, on the, you know, I'm of the view... Mm-hmm. And uh, that yeah, we, we should end the the drug war and just yeah yeah unilaterally yeah. disengage because yeah. I don't think Bobby Schmurda would have been a criminal like it's well, all wrapped up in the drug trade if there was a way to is. say and that like, trade was no longer something that's going to be illegal we'd have, we'd have a lot of these problems and look this going to sure. be our this going to be our conversation that we ride the podcast out of Eli and I, I I'm a barber I cut hair. Eli is one of my longest standing clients, one of my homies, man. I really love it when Eli comes to the shop. We always engage on a different level in conversation. And literally, what we're talking about becomes what the shop's talking about. So, when Eli comes in, like, we really set it off. And one of the big conversations that we had was about a month ago, huh? Well, it was after the Baltimore. It was after the Baltimore shit. I remember, like, like, by the way, that's, you're talking about Twitter is reflecting that level in society right now. Like, we're yeah. people in America are fucked up. And it's a hot summer. It's a hot summer and people are <laughs> fucked up. People are emotional. Meek Mill, get the fuck off Twitter. Bamani Jones and Kwali, both of y'all get the fuck off Twitter and deal with hey, real Shaq life. and Scotty Pippen. Shaq and Scotty Pippen, get the <laughs> fuck off Twitter. Like people, what about Action and Ghost? Oh, Action and Ghost, nah. Listen, hey, Ghost look. too real for that. Ghost need to stay on Action, bro. Hey, Ghost too real for that. Ghost said, look, I got your tour dates, man. <laughs> Ghost about that action. Ghost ain't gonna send you no tweets. So I, shout out to Ghostface. And shout out to Action Bronson. That too, was for, like one of my favorite videos. For, for being apologetic. Action when he Bronson. was doing that, when he was doing that thing with Teddy, Teddy does in the background. Come on, Pete. Teddy let, let, let Teddy do it as a people real. Oh my god. Or some real shit. No, we gotta bring it back though. Like this whole thing this summer. And this, and this whole year with this social media shit has really been so crazy and people have been getting so carried away with this shit that we have to find a way to rope it in. We got to find a way to come back together, y'all, and find the commonality instead of using this social media to, like, pick apart the differences between all of us. Because I feel like there's a lot of us that agree on a lot more things than we disagree on. But the fact of the matter is that the cachet is in disagreeing. The cachet right. isn't arguing. Like, that's how you get popular. That's how you get lit Fact. out here. Fact. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get lit out here. I'm not trying to do that. I'm going to diss motherfuckers when I feel like they need to get dissed. And if you got a fucking problem, pull up. But at the end of the day, 
That's not what I'm here to do. I'm really trying to spread positivity and trying and to keep the, the vibes. That's, that's what, what we need. That's, that's what everybody is feeding off of right now is the negative yeah, side. Yeah, that's things. that's not but what you it's can about. Get a charge from both sides. Yeah, we can. You, know? you can get a charge exactly. Yo, when you jump a battery, you need to put the fucking cables on the positive and the negative side in order Real for that shit. shit to work. All right, so we gotta bring those things together, and we gotta find a way, y'all, to stop this stupid ass beef. Because at the end of the day, like, it's not really helping anyone, and no. especially the parties that are involved in it, or the culture, or the culture, stupid. or none of that. I mean, you know, what I'm saying we all need a rap battle. You know, what I'm saying we could use a rap battle, but we don't need a rap battle that started over tweets, do we? Do we need a rap battle to start it over tweets? On the other hand, we also don't want rap battles to get to the Tupac Biggie. No, no, I don't think. I think we're out of that space. I think we're out of that space. I think we're out of that space. So, like for real, for real, everybody that's out there, anybody that's listening, what we need is like a new stop the Twitter violence rap. (laughs) Exactly. You get all the rappers together. No, cease the tweets. Cease the tweets. Increase the peace. Cease the tweets. Increase the peace, we're y'all. All, we're all in the same Twitter game. We all... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. That's nice. That's nice. We're all in the same Twitter game. Yo. All around the world. Yo. Right. Yo. Self-destruction. You're exactly. headed for self-destruction. Exactly. Yo. Through Twitter. Delete that <laughs> shit, my nigga. Before you fucking send that tweet, think about that shit, all right? And yo, and on that note, on some real shit, man, we had a blast out here, man. This has been Black Broadway, episode .5. Yo, we got off to... The roughest of rough stars. Y'all don't even want to know the shit that happened before this episode was even created and curated, man. But it was a pleasure and an honor to be in here with my man Vito Bronson. One more time. Excellent. And my man Eli Lake. Yo, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, check Eli Lake out on Twitter. Bloomberg View. At Eli Lake. Is there an underscore or anything? No, no, no. It's all one word. All one word. E-L-I-L-A-K-E. With a check mark. Because he's, he's fucking verified. And we out here in these streets, y'all. Black Broadway, episode 0.5. We'll be back at y'all next week. One.